0: Here with the latest on blood, sex, and hot vampires are Susan and Kelly. So tonight's episode is Lost Cause, Season 7, Episode 5. And I'm Susan, and sitting in for Kelly tonight is Scott. Welcome.
1: I cannot believe I'm going to be on the True Blood in 10 podcast. (laughs) Glad to be here.
0: Yes. (laughs) So... (laughs) yes, this should be this should be interesting, yeah, we've never had you on a true blood podcast, so hey. well,
1: you know how much I adore the show,
0: so. yeah, yeah, and I think you and I are feeling the same about it. I think we're both hate watching this season, yes,
1: I think that may be true,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let me start the timer and we'll we'll try and keep this at ten for for the true blood part at least, okay. so. Okay, I'll start with my favorite line, which I know was different from yours. Mine was, was Pam's, oh my God, I'm a Republican. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a, a great line. I, it made me laugh out loud. I, it came yeah. in number two for me. Uh, I think my favorite line was still um, uh, when Eric is speaking and he says, oh, no, we can be assholes. Or I, I, the, I can't remember the entire thing because I, I don't have my notes in front of me. But I just really like that line and delivery the most. Yeah. The reason why I didn't go at Republic Hunt, uh, although it is <laughs> fun to say, it's it's just a tweed bit too clever and cute. So I just I, I have to knock it down one notch. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: tell you what my number three one was, yeah? which is
0: surprising. What was
1: that? I kind of enjoyed Arlene saying <laughs> I have to go make a tinkle that's what we humans yes. what we humans still have to do. That, that was or whatever. funny. That, that actually made me laugh out loud, too, which is rare because I usually don't I'm not a big fan of Arlene as much as I love that actress. But uh, mm-hmm. that made me laugh.
0: Yeah. But this was drunk Arlene. So she's a little better than regular Arlene.
1: You're right. I did enjoy drunk Arlene a lot. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's less screechy and more funny. And and that scene between her and Sookie it actually was not bad. It wasn't bad.
0: Mm hmm. So, so, what do you think about them having a "fuck you" death party? Well, there
1: is kind of a tradition of you know celebrating life after someone's death, so I got that. Yeah. But um, Sam's uh, prego baby mama, whatever, whatever her name is. Who cares what her name is? Um, she kind of had a point where it wasn't so much being about Alcide's death, but the fact that this town has gone through all this crap and. They're just partying it up like no tomorrow. Yeah. But, where, you know, do, where do all these salespeople so, come from?
0: Yeah, <laughs> they weren't in the script before, so <laughs> that's all I, can. <laughs> oh, I know. But yeah, this seems to be kind of how how Bon Tobbs handles it anyway. Um, whenever there's something weird and all these deaths or whatever, they're always partying and you know making the best of things and all of that.
1: Well, isn't there? There's kind of a tradition for them having big, weird fuck parties, anyway. From what I recall, so it's not the, yeah, not the first time.
0: But that season two thing—that was—they were under the influence their of the, of the main ad,
1: right? Oh, oh, that, oh! This AKA the season where they first lost me. But uh, oh,
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought
1: that I yeah. I have friends who really like that season. I just thought it was just yeah. so stupid. I I couldn't take it seriously at that point. Oh wow. I'm in a minority.
0: And Violet is still alive. But I think she's getting closer to death. One episode closer to death. (laughs) And I think it'll be Jessica who kills her. Or maybe a combination of Jessica and Jason. Who knows?
1: Possibly. Wasn't it interesting that she... Because Violet's pretty much a bitch. Mm -hmm. And she rarely, if ever, does anything that we like. Except for that time when she killed uh, the, old, the old bag.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, what's her name? Fort uh, H- Yeah, Hoyt's uh, mom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I thought it was kind of unusual that she volunteered to see Sam and his prego wife out. Because that's what happened. Because I'll uh, see them home. They're you know, doing the whole vamp to human kind of concept, I guess. It just surprised me. Like, really? She's going to do that? That doesn't seem... It seems, it seems out of character to me. So, so to me, I thought the writers had to come up with an idea of, a, right, how do we get her out of here for like at least five, 10 minutes so that we can get this whole yeah. Jason, Jessica thing going. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just, it, it struck me as odd when it happened.
0: Okay. So, anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> so That's how closely I was paying attention. <laughs> so um Okay, well let's let's talk about um Jessica and Jason and Lafayette and um James. The other guy? Yeah. Oh James is that his James. name? Yeah. Wow.
1: three yeah. J names.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, Lafayette's going to have to change his name so he can be part of the little cute club there. Um uh, but <laughs> although I thought it was it was really cute, you know, uh Lafayette and James when they were out there talking, Lafayette drops the cup and then they kiss. Aw. But anyway, but yeah, he knew, yeah, James was in a relationship with Jessica. And so, yeah, that's probably not the best thing to do, but he went ahead and did it anyway.
1: And, and yeah, he sure did.
0: <laughs> More than just a kiss.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. Well, beyond that, that they, they, they. Round, I don't know what base that counts as. I, I'm assuming it's home on on that side of the fence as well. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gonna get letters now.
0: <sighs>
1: so okay, all right. So let's let's just get to the thing. Um okay. So Jessica catches them going at it. And then she's all upset and whatever, and Jason rescinds the invitation. Okay, number two thing, Violet, really? When she is totally fine with him going up to, you know, check on Jessica? Mm -hmm. That also seemed like, what? That seems a little out of character, too. It's like twice you're doing stuff, but okay. All So then we build up to the whole Lafayette-Jessica scene, Mm -hmm. which... I think Kelly was talking about this in a previous episode.
0: Yeah, because we we remembered this from the the season. It was part of the season preview trailer right. and we hadn't seen this particular scene uh, with Lafayette yet. Mm-hmm. And so now here it is. Right. The line about
1: him why doesn't when is he gonna get to be happy or
0: something yeah, like that? Right? Yeah. All right. So he's taking his shot at being happy, but it's with someone who's not exactly free to uh <laughs> well,
1: right it it's I was troubled by it because i mean it was you know it was it was well act it was a well acted scene, and you know there's a lot of truth in what Lafayette says, yeah, but it still comes at a big butt in italics and not not the butt that he was dealing with a few moments ago um it's like okay, all that may be true, but <laughs> Shouldn't you let the guy go and break up, break off with her first before you do that? Shouldn't you not be doing that literally 15, 20 feet or 50 feet away from where she may be standing? Yeah. It, I mean, but I mean, I get that emotions and lust and everything else. I mean, we've all, well, maybe not we all, but many of us have made decisions like that, but not like this. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, but when it came down to it, I kept wanting Jessica to just say, Hey, you know what? I don't care. You're a fucking him. No, yeah. that's that's not cool. Yeah. So,
0: well, and on then, you love them. <laughs> And and also in the show, you know, they talk about the the vampire human relationship when the vampire feeds from the human that these things happen. Mm-hmm. And so, how much of it is that? And you know, I think.
1: All oh, right. And how
0: right, much right. of it is that they really are connected?
1: Hmm. I so I would I would defer to you, true you true bludders. All right. Like no so I'll, yeah,
0: Kelly and I will talk more about that next week. Then
1: <laughs> that kind of stuff. I just feel the eyes start to roll in my head.
0: I'm like, oh. It's
1: like oh gosh. I, <laughs> you I, mean we can't
0: I, talk about the mythology of the show and how it relates to the characters? <laughs> oh, no, we can. No, we can talk
1: know. about it. Then, but on. you know, this this part of me is going to start coughing. Things like. Joss Whedon does it better, you know, or, or anything else. That's
0: <laughs> right. We were going to talk about Joss Whedon vampires this week, too. Um, but first, we have a, a, a couple more things. In this. Oh, absolutely. It's like, Letty Mae, I don't care. Okay? Just go away. Yeah, uh, we,
1: we, we all know you killed your daughter. We're, we're just, that's, that's, the only, that's the only reason you didn't show us Tara dying. is Because it's going to be the big reveal that we're all expecting. Like, yeah, you killed her. Yeah. At this point, I'll be shocked if that's not going to happen.
0: The Bill flashbacks? I don't care. (laughs) God. Oh, my God. pretty awful. Why?
1: Has anyone been keeping track of just how many Bill flashbacks there have been this season already? And whether there's been really any point to them?
0: Yeah. I mean... Well, except uh... the one that the the photographer was a Fortinberry, so we know that Fortinberries have been in the town forever also. Anyway... um... (laughs) But that's, it's, it's needless
1: backstory in the final season. Exactly. Well, why You know, yes. at least, at least with the, for example, at least with the Eric uh, and Pam back, uh, flashbacks we were getting before and the previous episode, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. But at least you're filling in gaps about something in the town that maybe one reasonably could have wondered about, like, you know, How did he become sheriff? Considering he doesn't seem to ever get along with anyone in the authority all these years, or whatever. How how did Fantasia come to be? That I I like that. I don't need to go back to the Civil War bill anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. who cares? Mm -hmm. Because you're it's pointless.
0: Yeah. And Um, plus, Bill's a big
1: bore. So there's that. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) another bill question then. Um, How and when did he uh, get the virus?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, it's a big question about the end of this episode. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe there's a possibility that it's being it can be transmitted in another way than everyone has assumed. That's I, I'm trying to think what, who's he had a connection to, or or perhaps it's just someone else is a carrier that he what that. He's not aware of it. He fed off of who? Did, who is he fed off of? Well, we know he's fed off So Maybe Sukie's. Maybe Sookie's actually a carrier. No one. No one's aware of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't How know. Did that happen? Um I'll yeah. see. No. Just... <laughs> right.
1: Oh. <laughs> are we up? Are we up to I... make? Am I up to making fun of Sucky yet, or do we not? Oh, I please,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs> okay. So... First of all, least favorite character on the show. Mm-hmm. Is is her is Anna sucky. I just I never feel anything for her uh, at this point. I'm sorry. Did I didn't buy her being all upset now about Alcide and the way she was acting. It's like you know you didn't really seem like you were in love with him before. In fact, I think you even said something like that in a previous episode. But all of a sudden now you're going to be all Miss Mopey. Uh, it's like. She's so in, she's so she's an inconsistent character on an inconsistent show, and it just yeah. I'm just stare at it. And I'm like, oh god, just get on with it. <laughs> Even in this episode, I mean, I, I guess is it because she's getting drunk? Is that what, what I'm supposed to think? And then she's getting kind of cool with everything by the end of the episode. I
0: guess so. Yeah, yeah. they're they're all changing personalities in this episode because. <sighs> of that, so. God, stupid. So. Anyway, so yeah, that's our ten minutes um, on True Blood. <laughs> so, um, so tell Which? us, okay, tell us about the the Buffy vampires. I know you had made a comment on the Facebook page about uh, the vampires and their souls and oh, um, okay, how it how it works in the Whedon verse,
1: right? Yeah, the difference is, because I can't remember exactly what you guys were saying, but Kelly was speculating or what you guys were saying about souls on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the verse. I love how everything's the uh, you know, yeah. uh, Well, uh, vampires and souls and vampires play a major part there. I mean, one of the central characters from Buffy and then got his own show, Angel, mm-hmm. was a vampire who, vampires lose their souls. Vampires do not have souls once once they once they become vampires, um, but Angel was cursed by a gypsy because so he had um, basically killed their daughter, I believe, in their family, whatever. And he was cursed to have his soul return to him. The problem was once his soul returned to him, it was it was like beyond having a conscience because he would then feel remorse and regret for all the all the bad things he had done, and he had been doing that for. Gosh, I think it might have been at least a couple hundred years worth okay. of basically slaying and killing and raping and God knows what else. So that that kind of took a little bit of a toll on him. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically became like this kind of brooding dude who, you know, never fed on humans anymore, tried never to feed on humans anymore. You know, like you know feeding on rats and stuff like that. Okay. Um but whenever we saw any other vampire on the show, it was always very clear. Uh, vampires generally were bad. There were a few exceptions, but generally bad because they don't have their souls. And everything there was like at least two or three times over the course of that series and the other series where something happened and his soul was taken away from him again. And then he reverted back to being like the evil Angelus, which was his original uh, name before he became Angel. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so basically, this, the the Whedon concept is uh, when you no longer have a soul. It's not that the vampires can't tell right from wrong; they certainly can. They're not they're not idiots. Uh, but it's more like almost becoming a sociopath, where you, but you don't care. You're aware of it, but you don't care. When you have a soul, you're aware of it, and you clearly do care. <laughs> you know yeah. because you're more closer to being human.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's the basic difference. I don't, I probably took too long to explain it, but that's as much as I can remember. Okay.
0: Okay. Cool. So, okay. Next we have the leftovers and okay. It started out with the creepy baby doll heads <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, the stolen baby Jesus. Right. Um, this I, I don't know. After watching tonight's episode, I'm I'm still not sure if I want to continue. I mean, last week was was great. I, I enjoyed last week's episode, but this week was another one of those. What the hell, <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, we get like there's another cult now. The ones with the targets on their heads. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I I got the impression. I guess once you throw in these target head guys, uh, tar, the targets, um it just started getting me thinking maybe in all these different towns and cities and whatever, they're like little weird cults have popped up everywhere since the sudden departure happened. And that's, and so like the town that. Garveys and you've got you know the the white smokers or whatever we want to call guilty them. remnants, yeah, the idiots. Um, and then you've got that whole thing with the Wayne dude, who's kind of like that's kind of a cult in of itself, I guess. Right. right. So I'm thinking that's what it was like. The oh, hunters. there's this cult, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the uh, but ugh, yeah, I yeah I had a lot of problems with the episode. But by the time the episode was over, I was thinking, "Okay, I'm trying to decide in a race in a race on the show, who who's the one who annoys me the most?" <laughs> because you've got all the White Walkers. Yes, I call them Walkers. I know. I, I knew I was going to say that. Um, they You know, that's kind of what they're doing. The White Smokers. Um, they're all annoying. But you, you no- don't.
0: I, I, I like their, their look, too, because they look like smokers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell from their before pictures and their current pictures, yeah, they're smokers.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll go along with that being an ex-smoker myself.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I take no offense. Right. But, but then in this episode, I was like, oh, I, who's more annoying, Garvey's daughter or the Christine chick? So the one who's pregnant with the, I guess, the Antichrist or something, whatever whatever is supposed to be going on inside her belly. Yeah. Um, because, wow, really annoying, really annoying. Yeah. And then I start thinking, the whole town's annoying. That they didn't even clap for him when he told them he found the baby Jesus after all, since everyone was so upset about it no one seemed to care.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I... I I really liked last week's episode. I knew they were going to return to the more way they'd been telling the story before. Yeah. Yeah. And again, my problem with the show is that I don't feel there's a lot of story progression and, and it's not, I don't think it works very well as a character driven show because there's just not that many characters that are driving the show that we care about that Mm -hmm. are interesting.
0: Right, not unless they they did it like last week's and focus on that one on one character every week. Then you know it might be right. I mean, a better that way. I mean, I, I, hate, I hate
1: I hate to say it, but fact is, you got Lindelof writing this show. Maybe I can't believe I have to say this. Maybe he needs to take a page from one of his own creations and do a format that's a little bit similar to what they did on Lost. You know where they were. Every episode did have a right. focal point around one character. You could have those mm-hmm. stories going on as well, but in this show, I mean, I really like the sheriff. I, I, I like what he's doing on the show. Yeah. Um, I, I like listening to him curse, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but oh my God, you take him away. And I'm like, this episode, I was waiting for someone else to care about. I didn't care mm-hmm. about Tommy in that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, the one lot There was one little exchange. I thought, "Ooh, that's a nice piece of writing." In the hallway, and when the sheriff encounters Nora—is Nora. that her name?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and which is interesting because I didn't realize they'd never met before. So I kind of like that. It wasn't like everybody knows everybody in this town. I, right. I like that. Yeah. Right. And when she says to him, he tells her that he he had, he, he after she's revealed that she just found out that her husband who had disappeared um, had cheated on her, which we saw in that last okay. week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he confesses to her that he also had cheated on his wife, mm-hmm. which we also saw that little, when we saw what happened during the sudden departure, right. we saw he was having sex with someone who clearly wasn't his wife. Um, but we just haven't seen who it is. Right. When she asks him, uh, why did you, why did you do it? Mm-hmm. And his answer is, you know, he paused, like, is there even a good answer to that question? And then she says, I think I just heard it. I like that exchange. That little, that was the one thing I liked in the episode, you know, unequivocally. And the rest of it, I just thought, that's it? Really? Who cares? And then they, rip, and then, and then they do a total riff on Strangers on a Train, which I couldn't decide, am I going to get a kick out of this, or am I annoyed by it? And for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, um, Strange on a Train, Hitchcock movie, famous moment in Strange on a Train. Uh, an important piece of evidence. A lighter has been dropped down a sewer grating. And the character, uh, the villain of the piece, actually, is, has his hand stretched down through the grating. He's trying to reach the lighter. And we're just watching the hand coming closer and closer until he finally does somehow is able to reach it. So, the fact that it was a lighter down a sewer grating, and we see the hand reaching for it. And there's also a little bit of writing on the lighter in Strangers on a Train. So, I'm like, okay, that's really, there's no yeah. way you're not riffing on Strangers. That's yeah. too many things. It's yeah. Just, but... yeah. Last week I said I would keep, I, it bought some time for me. This episode mm-hmm. started making me rethink that. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Because yeah. there's nothing I care about on the show. There's no I, I know there's a lot of mysteries, but do I care about them? Not just, really. You
0: know, the, the sheriff and the guy from last week, you know, that's uh, Yeah,
1: you know, I, I wish I mean, they would, yeah, I just wish they would do something more, or do, like you said, maybe make each episode kind of focus on someone, because you might make me like someone that I normally, I right now, I don't. You
0: know. Right, if we get to know that person, then...
1: Right, we'll maybe in Although I hate to say it, I mean, maybe an entire episode with the daughter might make me like her. I, I doubt it, but maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe. but I'd like an episode with Nora, maybe an episode with someone, maybe the live the Liv Tyler's character, just, they are, and then have the story build around, I don't know, yeah. it's just, I just think people are giving the show too much slack because it's. Of who who's behind it and how it's pretty looking.
0: Yeah, there were a a lot of high expectations for this show. So
1: should have known from the title, because (laughs) if you think about it, the leftovers is something. Leftovers is not something you really always want. It's kind of like that's all there is. I'll settle for this. It's never going to be as good as what as what it came from before. But uh, okay. And that's kind of what the show is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I like I like the, ing- the the I like the ingredients. I like where it came from before. Uh, it's passable. So, yeah.
0: so which cult would you join if you had to join one? Gun to your head.
1: Um. Does only Wayne get to have sex with the Asian girls, or do <laughs> other people get to have sex with the Asian girls? <laughs>
0: uh it appears to be only wayne oh then i, I gotta go know.
1: then i'm going then i'm going to then i'm going back to smoking and i'm going to join the white <laughs> the white <road laughs>
0: guys.
1: the white smokers
0: oh gosh
1: <laughs> if, it, you know, if if wayne is open to sharing sharing the wealth then that <laughs> i'm flipping around I don't know. i'm yeah i'm pretty sure that was his, they were all his little uh concubines or whatever word is for it yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so uh, so what else have you seen this week? Uh... Well,
1: TV is a little slow for me lately. Um, I've been busy with other things, but I did just finish comp- watching the entire latest season of Jerry Seinfeld's comedians and cars getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Those right. are great because not only are they short seasons, they're, they're super short episodes. Yeah. You know? they usually tend to be anywhere from like fifteen to twenty minutes long in that range, basically. Yeah. What I like about the show, other than the fact I like Jerry Seinfeld an awful lot, and he takes a show about nothing to a new extreme with this. (laughs) But i got to say, I've watched all of them. And it's one thing when you see an episode and you know you're going to be into it because, oh, I'm a big fan of Chris Rock, and that's going to be a great episode, or Louis C.K. or Ricky Gervais or whoever. It's actually more interesting when he has someone on, and I don't have a very high opinion of them beforehand. Mm-hmm. And they're really great on the show.
0: So it's like but, you just get to know them in a different way. So, yeah, I get to see them
1: a little in them. A, you know, a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, a good example in a previous season was like Jay Leno. I'm not a Jay Leno fan. Never have been. He was fantastic on the show. He was funny. He was. You realize how smart he, he really is. And I, I kind of got a kick out of that one. I mean, I've always been a Letterman fan, anti yeah. This season, the first episode was with Sarah Jessica Parker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, really? Sarah Jessica Parker? God. It was a fantastic episode. The, the, the chemistry between the two of these people was great. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I didn't know that much about her. I mean, I knew that she's with Matthew Broderick. I know I know, that, I know the basics. She's a New Yorker, and she's got that going for her, of course. But I was watching. I like, man. I almost feel like I could be friends with Sarah Jessica Parker. I never thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> okay.
0: There you go. <laughs> cool.
1: <But laughs> I, I just ripped through all five, five of them, which is weird because he says it's a six episode season, so maybe there's one more coming up. I thought the last one with Jon Stewart was going to be the last one. Okay. one the John with Stewart's amazing. It's oh, really okay. funny.
0: Okay. So are they on – they're on YouTube? Or is that where you've watched them?
1: Um, uh, you can, pr- while you can probably find them on YouTube, you can literally just type comediansandcarsgettingcoffee.com and you'll find it okay. on Google. In fact, if you just start typing the word comedians, I'm pretty sure it'll come up. It up. Yeah. That you can just go right there and watch them. And also, if you should go there uh, or you go on YouTube, uh, in June, they uh, an interview was done at the Paley Center. With David Letterman and Jerry Seinfeld, and it's like an hour and five minutes, and it's just—it's pretty much all about the show and the two of them. But it's—it's it's awesome that they got Letterman to do this, mm-hmm. and it's very funny, very very funny. And if you're a Jerry Seinfeld fan, or even if you're a Letterman fan, um, it's definitely worth watching. So I would uh, recommend that as well. You can find that on that you can that you can find on YouTube because I'm able. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to watch on YouTube than it is off the site because it keeps. A little spinning I, and i'm okay. i'm doing things we're doing a video cast i'm mo- using my <laughs> hand i realize no one can see that except you yeah, cause we're
0: okay. doing... yeah. <laughs> well what
1: i'm watching
0: i'm continuing my my trek through seinfeld and i've i've finished season six and the episode Fusili jerry I think that might be my very favorite episode <laughs> after watching that again <laughs> because, yeah, it's got the facility, Jerry. It's got uh, the ass man. Uh, George's mom has her surgery, uh, her eye surgery, her eyes done. Right. Um, David Putty, it's his, the first appearance of David Putty and he steals Jerry's move. You know, it, it's just moves. full of all those, those great stories. And uh, it- I, I just good, didn't realize it. I I'd just forgotten that those were all in the same episode.
1: Wow, that's that sounds like a, it was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what my favorite episode is of that series. Um, I mean, it's, I mean the contest is usually right. the Everyone obvious loves choice. The contest, yeah. I mean, and I mean, I just I mean season four is just such a great season. Period. Yeah. And it continues a tradition. And I may do a podcast based on this one day. Probably won't. Where it's interesting how many shows season four is the best season of so many shows. Oh. Pick. <laughs> I don't know why that is. And I'm sure people will disagree because I'll go, Ooh. but Seinfeld season four, mm-hmm. the wire season four. Oh, yeah. A lot of people say season four, of the shield is their favorite season. A lot of people pick season four of lost as their favorite season of lost. Um, Breaking bad. A lot of people pick season four. Right. <laughs> it's, it, I just yeah. was starting to think about it. It's like okay. season four. I mean, if you were to run the gamut of a lot of shows and you average out which is the most common season chosen, I'm betting it's going to be season four.
0: Not True Blood.
1: No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> but I'd say, yes, it is. It is a great season of Dexter.
1: Right. Dex- oh, my gosh. Right. That, yeah. The last, last time Dexter was great. And,
0: yeah. was and season, season four. four.
1: <laughs> Perfect. I think, I think that was what proved it. I that. <laughs> that was the proof. <laughs> no. Some shows, not so much. Some people will say, "Well, you wouldn't say that about Arrested Development." I'm like, well, no. It yeah. was <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was fine. But um, oh, I think uh, I think there may be some people. Who's, I, I'm going way back in time now to the 90s. I think a lot of people thought the fourth season of The Simpsons was actually the best season of The Simpsons for a while. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true anymore because it's been like 50,000 seasons of that show.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell you what was in season four of The Simpsons.
1: Right. I just remember it was the last season that I bought on DVD before I
0: i sold them all off on ebay it's it's not true at all for community also
1: Uh. right exception that proves the rules (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) oh no i can certainly come up with shows that it doesn't apply to like the sopranos i wouldn't pick season four i know you've never seen it so you don't know that but that wouldn't be the most people would pick one or two the west wing i don't know that's a tough one because Aaron Sorkin wrote the first four seasons. Okay. I don't remember which is the preferred season there. I only saw it the one time about a year and a half ago. But mm-hmm. I just realized yeah. it, it just it happens a lot. I, I think there's a few other shows I'm not thinking of that other people have mentioned to me, but I don't remember if it if it holds true for them. Like I don't remember if season four of the X Files is the best season or not, or something like that. I have I have no idea what the hell happened in season mm-hmm. four. Of well, uh,
0: with more comedy comedy talk, um, I went today and saw the Monty Python live mostly and it it was uh, the simulcast you know they were doing the show in London and it there were people in theaters all around the world like me who were watching it and it it was it was just so much fun you know uh, seeing all the those old skits that I loved and they updated a lot of the the lyrics for their songs like um, the penis song they added a verse about vagina and another verse about ass. So it's, I now call it the naughty bits song. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) do you remember the song? uh, I like Chinese. They, they changed a lot of the lyrics to that. And uh, added a a line about the Chinese having the U S debt and, you know, just a lot of, a lot of stuff. Made it more contemporary. It's cool. Right. Right. So those were, those were fun.
1: How long was it
0: about it was about three hours um but wow. there, was a, there there was a thirty minute intermission in there right,
1: but still so. that's 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 still substantial that's nice that's nice because <laughs> being an old python fan um obviously in my mind, I start wondering which sketches that they did do or we was it all new just versions of older sketches did they do any purely new material
0: uh there was I think there was one song that was new, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it was all the um, classic material. So
1: I'm um, I'm assuming they did the dead parrot sketch. I yeah, that's, that's
0: and the obvious one. I, I like uh, what they did with that. <laughs> and, Michael Palin was he was just cracking up in that. Um, hmm. So they, and at one point, I think he had to give John Cleese a line: um, <laughs> so "You say this, I say this," and then they, they just went on with the, with the sketch. Um, and there is a point where where he goes backstage to look for you know to look for another parrot, and then it's like, well, I didn't see any more parrots, but we have quite a lot of cheese, and so they went into the cheese shop
1: oh so, awesome it, it, love the cheese shop sketch actually yeah. I, sometimes i like the cheese shop sketch more but mm-hmm. but then i then i think about not law and i go no i think i like the dead pad sketch more
0: <laughs> and i thought well hey are they going to go into the bookshop next but no <laughs> they didn't
1: <laughs> so. now, did they have someone else doing the parts that would have been for graham chapman
0: no, sketches? um
1: well, for example, uh, they probably didn't have to do it. Like when I think of the dead parrot sketch, um, I always think of the transition element they used for that, which was Graham Chapman doing that little general character he always did. That's it, too silly, too silly. Let's move on, move on. You know, get on with it and go on to the right. next sketch.
0: I'm um, assuming they didn't do that. Well, they had they had video. They so he he did interject with with video, and then they went into some of the animations. Wow. Oh, nice. um, and I don't know if that was after the, the parrot slash cheese shop or, but they, he definitely showed up after one of the sketches with that. That's cool. Stop. It's just is this silly oh, the uh, argument clinic. That's another of my favorites.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking about the, the sketches where Graham Chapman was one of the main characters in it. And if they mm-hmm. just chose not to do those, or if they decided to have someone else do Chapman's part or something. So that's what I was wondering. I like think, like, like the like, remember, like the interview bit where he goes on the interview with a five, four, three, two, one. You know, he to, like make it, I'm making faces in the podcast. Which just did it again.
0: So people just imagine Scott making faces. So uh, yeah, never, never mind. Never mind. <laughs>
1: Well, that's awesome! I'm dying was, to see that when funny. they release it on Netflix or or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know they're they're gonna replay it a few more times uh, in in the theaters. So you know, check your local theater. So wherever it was playing today, it's probably playing there again. I think two more times this week, and I think um, August sixth is another date that it's playing. So you can still see it on the big screen, or you can. Uh, it, and it was kind of fun to see it with a lot of people um, who were all Python fans. And then there were some there were some sing-along parts. And, you know, it was lots of fun. Lots like, of fun. Was
1: it, was it like follow a bouncing ball kind of a thing?
0: <laughs> well, on some of them, actually, yes.
1: know. <laughs> I, I figured I'd have to. Be.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't ask. Oh, I have to. Iconic bit. I, they have to have done it because it's that Palin. Yeah, he has. They did the Lumberjack sketch, I'm sure. Right? Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: That's see my that's one of my all time favorites, but it's not because of the song. I mean, the song's great. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but it's the whole bit that go, goes into it where he's the barber. I love the barber bit. Oh, know?
0: they they yeah. didn't do that. They went from oh. the um they went from the career um training guy, mm-hmm. um the career training clinic or whatever. Well, you know the guy he he's an accountant. He wants to be a lion tamer and. You know, right. says, well, I always wanted to be, and...
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, I day, day, okay, I got you. I All day right, day that's fine. Awesome. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, obviously the song is the most famous thing about it, but I just I just yeah. have, cutting, 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 cutting your hair, and, like, he keeps holding back his own hand with the scissors. Yeah. He <laughs> just playing the recording behind uh, Terry Jones. It's like, I'm oh, sorry, was that you? And I was like, no. <laughs> it
0: makes
1: no sense. Okay, I, and also the fact he's a barber, but he's got, like, a blood-covered smock on, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like an old fashioned barber, old time barber, the original exactly. barbers.
1: Like, like Theodoric of York. They're reference for the older folk out there. Okay. Steve Martin, when he's been on Saturday Night Live, he would do a running character called Theodoric of York in the 70s. Yeah. You know, medieval barber. Okay. Just to explain it to the under 45 crowd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm, I'm, I'm part of that crowd, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you remember these things, so <laughs>
1: I had parents who didn't oh, care man. if I stayed up late.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how I watched half the movies I did growing up. Anyway, um, <laughs> The movies that I shouldn't have watched, right? <laughs> right. So I have a, a couple more things. I don't think we had any predictions. Nothing from our from our list was that we could check off today so sorry pat nothing nothing this week uh i have a new one to add angela uh she thinks that at the end of the season maybe sookie will end up with sam so we'll we'll see
1: well that's right because didn't the show start out that sam had a big crush on her way back in season one
0: yeah yeah way back in season one so interesting yeah we'll see if that happens I'll, I'll add I'll add you to the list, Angela. And I guess that's it. So uh, next week, Kelly might be back, or maybe we'll have another guest.